Will you turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 41 and let us read verses 17 to 20. Isaiah chapter 41 verses 17 to 20. And I shall read these verses from the New Living Translation. When the poor and needy search for water and there is none, and their tongues are parched from thirst, then I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will never abandon them. I will open up rivers for them on the high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. I will fill the desert with pools of water. Rivers fed by springs will flow across the parched ground. I will plant trees in the barren desert. Cedar, acacia, myrtle, olive, cypress, fir and pine. I am doing this so all who see this miracle will understand what it means. That it is the Lord who has done this, the Holy One of Israel who created it. Shall we give thanks to the Lord? Father God, we thank you for these verses. Yes, Lord, Father God, it is you who has written, Lord Father, that you will answer prayers, Lord Father. When the poor and the needy search for water, it is you who will answer, Lord. It is you who will never abandon them, Lord Father. And we thank you, Lord Father, for these verses, because these verses give us hope, Lord Father. We pray, Lord, that even as we continue to sit at your feet, Lord Father, you will show us the way forward. We come at this time into your hands. Speak to every one of us, Lord Father. Speak to our inner person, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord Father God, where there is hopelessness, bring hope, Lord Father. Where there is despair, bring hope, Lord Father. Where there is a sense of utterness, Lord Father, I pray, Lord, that you will show that there is a way forward. Because you will never abandon us. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So these words that we have just read from Isaiah chapter 41 are the words of God to his people. If they choose to believe him. And these are the words of God to us today if we choose to believe him. I will open up rivers on high plateaus. I will give you fountains of water in the valley. I will fill the desert with pools of water. Rivers fed by springs will flow across the parched ground. I will plant trees in the barren desert. I am doing this so all who see this miracle will understand what it means. This is the biblical explanation for a miracle. When God makes the impossible possible, that is a miracle. I don't know what the problem is that many of us have got. I don't know what is the worry you have with you this evening. I don't know what is the prayer point that you want to bring across to the Lord this evening. But I know one thing. Our God is a God of miracles. Our God is a God who answers prayer. The dictionary tells us that a miracle is defined as a divine act that only God can perform or accomplish. But I like the biblical definition a little better, which if it is paraphrased goes as God's intervention making the impossible possible. God's intervention making the impossible possible. I want you to think of this. Is there a Red Sea before you and a Pharaoh behind you and you cannot see the way forward? I don't know where it is. Is it in your home that you can't see the way forward? Is it in your office? Is it in your relationship with people? Is it with people back home? Does the situation look like you have the Red Sea in front of you 
and Pharaoh on your back and you are just crying. You don't see a way forward. Just turn to God. He parted the Red Sea many years back. He shall part the Red Sea before you and drown Pharaoh behind you in Jesus' name. Does your future appear as dead as the dead body of Lazarus? Just trust God to turn your dead situation to life and it shall be so. All you need to do is trust God. What's dead in your life today? Are you looking at your financial situation and saying, I don't see a way forward? We have just heard a testimony. Dealing with finances, is it too difficult for God? Are you looking at your health today and, seeing, and saying, I don't see a way forward? All I see is death around me. Lazarus was dead. Jesus uttered the word and he came back to life. Today Jesus needs to just utter that word if you ask him. Martha and Mary asked him. They said, Lord, come for our brother is dying. He came. Lazarus lived. Today I don't know what's dead in your life. I'm not God, so I don't know. But all I know is this. The God who brought Lazarus back to life can bring your dead situation back to life. And we will trust him for that. And therefore, we need to understand one absolute truth. And that is, God answers prayers. Is there anyone here who doesn't believe that? Because if you do, if you don't believe that God answers prayers, then we need to take this on a different track. We need to stop right here and take it on a different track. Number one absolute truth is God answers prayers. And let me also give you another absolute truth. Our God is a miracle working God. And tonight, your miracle is on its way in Jesus' name. However, before receiving your miracle, there are certain criteria that need to be fulfilled. And so we shall focus on those criteria this night. The title of today's brief exhortation, very simply, is this. The path to your miracle. The path to your miracle. Criteria number one. Visualize your miracle. Visualize your miracle. Turn with me to the book of Genesis, chapter 15, verse 5. And I shall read it from the New Living Translation, where it says, Then the Lord took Abraham outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. God gave Abraham a picture of millions of children at a time when he didn't have one. Today that visualization has come to pass. All of us are called the children of Abraham. More than three and a half million children spread right across the world. God begins every miracle with a mind photograph. What is it that you are looking for? Paint a picture of it in your mind. Visualize it. See the future. Every architect visualizes the building that he is going to build. He doesn't go and put up a building. He puts a picture. He paints a picture first. He looks at that picture from different angles. He looks at that picture again and again and again and again. And then the building takes shape. This church didn't, this building did not come up all of a sudden. There was a plan, there was a drawing, there was a visualization which somebody made. People looked at it again and again and again and again. And then this building came up. Visualize your miracle today. 
Just don't say that I want this, but start thinking. Look forward. What is it you want? Many years back when I was in India working in a hospital there, we wanted in the laboratory a binocular microscope. For financial reasons, the administration of our hospital refused to give us binocular microscopes. Now, binocular microscopes means you use both your eyes to look into it. Okay. They instead gave us what was called monocular microscopes, which meant that you looked with one eye. Okay, now, monocular microscopes are obsolete. Okay, that has been confined to dust heap long time back, but they are cheap. And so, my hospital said, no, in the laboratory, it is enough to have a monocular microscope. While we in the hospital demanded a binocular microscope. And this went on for years. At one point, I was the superintendent of the laboratories, and I was tired of going to, this, to the administrators. Okay, management is always difficult to deal with. And I was finding it difficult. So what I did... I put a picture of a binocular microscope in front of my office table. I just put it up on the wall and I said, I believe in miracles. I printed that. I just put the picture that I printed the words, I believe in miracles. The head of the hospital walks inside the, into my office one day and looks at that. And then he says, what does this mean? I said, it means what it means. What does it say? I believe in miracles. He said, what are you looking for? I said, for ages we have been asking for binocular microscopes. You haven't provided us a binocular microscope. I am visualizing it here. This is what I'm looking for in our laboratory. In one month we got ten binocular microscopes. <laughs> Visualize your future. Visualize your miracle. It will come to pass. Pre-play in your mind your desires because pictures are the seeds for a better future. Are you praying for healing? Paint a picture of yourself in perfect health. Paint a picture of yourself doing what you want to do ten years down the line in perfect health. If you can't see yourself living a healthy life in the future, you probably aren't ready for your healing today. You've got to see yourself healthy ten years down the line. Visualize yourself. Are you praying for your job situation? Paint a picture of yourself sitting as the head of your organization. Visualize yourself as the big boss. If you can't see yourself as the big boss, you will not become the big boss. Visualize your miracle. What is that miracle they are looking at? God took Abraham and showed him the stars and said, Visualize this. These. This is a picture of your children. Visualize your miracle. Number one. Number two. Be confident of your miracle. Matthew chapter 21 verse 21. And again I am reading it from the New Living Translation. Then Jesus told them, I tell you the truth, if you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. God always responds to faith. He never responds to your want, to your wants. I want this, I want that. I want this thing, I want that thing. I want a house back home in India. I want a house back home in Nigeria. I want an airline ticket to go to this place. I want a bigger television set, I want a bigger car. God never responds to your wants. You can say all you want that you want. God never responds to that. God responds to faith. The only thing God responds to is faith. The proof of your faith is your reaching out to Him, trusting Him implicitly and fully, knowing fully well that He will reward your faith. Just trust in Him. Because all He says is, 
you of little faith. If you can say to this mountain, move, it shall move. But all you need is a little faith. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it is written, It is impossible to please God without faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. And therefore, those who seek Him must seek Him in faith. Miracles happen only to the believing. So believe. Are you looking for a miracle? Believe. Have confidence that it will happen. If you don't have that confidence, if you have one shadow of doubt, put that shadow of doubt away. No plan B. You heard Brother Vivekan. Plan B doesn't work in the life of a believer. It's God's plan and no other plan. Do not have a shadow of doubt. Be absolutely confident. Doubts never produce your desired results. Stop advertising your doubts. Start celebrating the expectation of your miracle. In Mark 5 is the description of the healing of Jairus' daughter. Now even while Jairus was talking to Jesus, men brought the report from his house that his daughter had died. Jesus' response in verse 36 is a classic statement. Do not be afraid. Only believe. That's all he said. Do not be afraid. Only believe. Have confidence in me. That is the same thing that Jesus is telling us this evening. Do not be afraid. Only believe. What is your prayer point? What do you want to take up to God this evening? What have you brought in here seeking victory? What is it which is burdening you? Take it to God, trusting that you've got your miracle. Trust Him for the answer to that problem. You've got your miracle, it's coming your way. Be confident for your miracle. Criteria number three, pursue your miracle. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 8. And again, I will read it from the New Living Translation. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. The process is simple. A-S-K Ask It reveals that you are a single question away from a solution Just ask God So many times when Jesus was walking on this earth He asked the people What is it you want me to do for you? And that's the same thing God is asking us today what is it you want me to do for you today? Don't tell him. God, you know everything. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are from the beginning and the end. You know my situation. God said, ask. What is it that you want me to do? God did not say, give me an essay. We leave the essay writing to those writing the examinations. God said, ask. Ask him. Remember, nothing is impossible with God and all things are possible with Him. So just ask Him. Because that's what God has asked us to do. Ask. And I like it in the New Living Translation because it keeps saying it's in continuous sense. Keep on asking. It doesn't stop by saying ask. Most of the other versions will say ask, seek and find. But the New Living Translation says keep on asking. And you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. It's a continuous process. Persist on it. Pursue your miracle. Don't give up. But we need to remember one thing. Or two things. While asking. There are two criteria that sub-criteria that need to be fulfilled. And you need to be careful about this one. Number one is ask in faith. James chapter 1, verses 6 to 8. 
says this, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So when you ask, ask in faith. With no doubting. For if you are a man of doubt, you will not receive anything from the Lord. Ask in faith. Do not ask with doubt. Ask with confidence. So you are asking. God has said ask, but ask in faith. Number one. Number two. Ask with the right motive. Again we go back to James. We saw this week before last. James chapter 4 verse 3. And I will read it again from the New Living Translation. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. I won't go into these details. That's been already studied. We did it a few Fridays back. But the point is this. Ask with the right motives. Ask in faith. Ask with the right motives. Number two, seek. Now what are you and I meant to seek? The answer is given to us in many places in the Bible. But the one who ex expressed it best is King David. And so let's just turn to a few things that he has said. In Psalm 27 verse 8, the psalmist has written, When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Ask, seek. So what do you seek? Who do you seek? You seek the Lord. Don't seek your miracle. It's God who's going to give you the miracle. It's God who's going to give you that answer. But what do you need to do? We ask and we seek God. Psalm 34 verse 10. David writes like this. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. And in Psalm 105, verse 4, he writes again, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His face evermore. Throughout the Psalms you find that these are not the only verses. There are many more where the, where the psalmist clearly tells us, Seek the Lord. Seeking is a matter of paying attention with a focused mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you do that, that answers the second criteria of seek. Your miracle is on the way. So you pursue your miracle by asking God, by seeking the Lord. You don't need to run helter-skelter. You don't need to pick up the phone and call up this. Oh, today we don't pick up the phone. You don't need to type off your WhatsApp messages and seek this brother and that brother. You need to seek the Lord. Because that's where your answer is going to come from. Your answer is not going to come from your brother or your sister. Ask the Lord. Seek His face. And number three, knock. This is an action verb. So there is something that you need to do. Get off your chair. Get off your knees. Move. Knock on the door. There is a door that is closed in front of you. I haven't seen people knock on open doors. If the door is open, you just walk in. You knock on closed doors. And the Bible tells us, ask, seek and knock. So there is a door that's there in front of you that's closed. But your action requires that you get up and you knock on that door. And when you knock on that door, you are reaching out for your miracle. Because your miracle is on the other side of the door. Pursuit is the proof of your desire. Pursue your miracle. 
that tells us how much you desire your miracle. Number four, hold on for the best miracle. Matthew chapter 7 verses 9 to 11. Again from the New Living Translation. You parents, if your children ask you for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask you for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Cling to the promises of God. Don't be enticed into accepting less than God's very best for your life. God has the best for you. God doesn't just give you something. God gives you the best. The very proof that he wants you to have the best is the fact that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die on that cross. There is nothing to beat that gift. God wants you and me to have the best. Don't settle for something less than the best. Hold on till you get the best. Because that is the best. That is your miracle. As a child of God, as the son of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you and I deserve the best. The best answer, the best miracle that only God can give. So don't settle for something less. Because that's the devil giving it to you. The devil is very prepared to give you a compromise solution. You and I are not meant to take a compromise solution. You and I are meant to take the best. Your faith cannot and must not compromise with the second best. Never consider an alternative to your miracle. What is it that you have asked God? What is it you have told God? Is it life you are looking for? Is it to be the CEO of your company? Is it perfect healing that you are looking for? Is it restoration of relationship that you are looking for? Go for the best. Don't look for alternatives. Do not settle for mediocrity. Mediocrity is the enemy of every Christian believer. Good enough is the enemy of best. Hold on and you will receive your miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Number five, anticipate your miracle. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 4 to 5. And I'm reading this from the NIV. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all the people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. What your surroundings tell you is not important. What you feel of your circumstances is immaterial. What the devil whispers in your ear is irrelevant. What is important, material and relevant is simply the fact that the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And the mouth of the Lord says that every valley shall be raised up. Every mountain shall be made low. Every rough ground shall be made level. And rugged places a plain. And in that process, the glory of the Lord will be revealed. Anticipate your miracle. Anticipate change. Anticipate a turnaround. Anticipate your miracle. Now just remember... God is stepping into the arena of your life. He is turning the tide in your favor. But is there something that you and I have to practice? Yes. 
how many of us anticipate the answer to our prayers? How many of us expect an answer to our prayers? You need to come with an expectation. You need to come with an anticipation. Anticipation or expectation is living and behaving as if your miracle has already happened. You don't go around telling people that you are in debt. You go around telling people that you are free of debt. It doesn't matter what your bank statement says. Because God expects you to be out of debt. All you need to do is ask Him. If there are things that He will tell you that you need to do, do it. You see, money doesn't grow on trees. Let me tell you that also. So you don't sit back and say, okay, I'm going to wait for my coffers to be filled. But you expect your miracle. Okay, because you know that the God who spoke it out to you, the God who has given you a promise that what you ask for shall be given, what you seek after shall be provided to you. Tell him, ask him, wait for it, anticipate, receive it. Organize your life around your anticipated miracle. Okay, don't live a life of defeat. Start living a life of victory. Walk as if you have received your answer already. Because that is the proof that you trust God. How you walk is the proof, is the evidence of your relationship with God. Talk it. Believe it. Receive it. That's the key. Now it's your time to talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord Jesus. Tell him now, what is the miracle you are anticipating today? Some of you may want to come forward and pray with our pastors and elders. But before you do that, take a moment. Just take a moment while, you're, while the pastors and elders come up front, while the choir comes up front. Take a moment to tell him your desires. Tell him your hopes for the future. Tell him the miracle you are looking forward to. And as you do so, visualize your miracle. Visualize the future. See yourself ten years down the line. Be confident and do not doubt. As you talk to the Lord, ask, seek, knock and open that door. Desire only the best. Tell God that you are waiting for the best. And tell everyone else that you are not taking a compromise solution. Be prepared to receive the answer to your prayers. Keep talking to God. Keep talking to God. And as you talk to God, if you want to come forward and pray with a man of God, please do take time to come forward. The pastors and the elders will be forward. Take time and come forward. It's a time now for you to ask God. Ask in faith. Do not doubt. And ask with the right motives. We'll start with this song. And it's a time for you to come forward. Can I ask the pastors and the elders to please come forward? Is the miracle working God? Is the miracle working God? Is the wonder? Is the miracle? Is the miracle working God? Is the miracle working God? Is the miracle working God? Is the wonder? Is the miracle? 
He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. Yes, He is. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. Even as the choir continues to minister, please, the rest of you, continue to be in an attitude of prayer. It's a time to seek the face of God. Talk to God. Keep talking to God. He is a wonder. He is a miracle working God. Keep visualizing your miracles. He is a God. He is a miracle working God. He is a wonder. He is a miracle. He is a miracle working God. He's a miracle, he's a miracle, he's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder, he's a miracle, he's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle, He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder, He's a miracle, He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder, He's a miracle, He's a miracle-working God. Oh, He's a wonder, He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. Oh, He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. Oh, he's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. Oh, He's a miracle-working God. He's my miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. 
He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. He's a wonder. He's a miracle. He's a miracle-working God. When peace like a little. Please, please. Please, please. Please, please. Hallelujah. When peace like a river attendeth my way when so like sea billows roll, whatever my Lord Thou hast told me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Christ, be it Christ, hence 
to live if Jordan above me shall rule no pang shall be mine for in death and in life thou Let's be on our feet, please. I want to believe you have prayed and you believe God has answered. Do you believe God has answered you? 
If you truly believe them, please turn to your neighbor and say congratulations. Because God has answered you. And you shall come next month to testify. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you because you have lifted every heaviness in our heart. Thank you for answered prayers. Thank you for divine interventions. Thank you for miracles you have given us. We return all the glory unto you in the name of Jesus. We return all the glory unto you in the name of Jesus. Lord, for every expectation that has been voiced out to you tonight, I decree by this time next month, there shall be testimony to follow in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we go, let your presence go with us. We pray you will bless your son that you have used the more and refresh him the more in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we cross over to the month of April 2015, I decree we and all our household, all our loved ones, we shall cross over triumphantly in the name of Jesus. We shall cross over triumphantly in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The grace together in fellowship with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness and peace. God bless you in Jesus' name.